Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. And transformational Thursday. It's all about transformation. And one of the transformations that I personally experienced was being a U.S. Army soldier 
going to combat, getting out, and losing my freaking mind. I had no mission, no bigger value, nothing that was bigger than me as 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 a purpose. Uh, had no no identity anymore because when you're in the military, you're wearing a uniform, you wear your awards, you wear your combat patch, you wear your service stripes, you wear your combat stripes. Everyone can see who you are, what you've done, where you've been, how long you've been in, without saying a word to you. Suddenly, you get out. You lose all that. And me personally, I was standing at the door of a club as a doorman. Um, I was in combat arms, meaning I was on tanks. Wasn't much I was qualified for in the outside world. So I stood at the door at a club in Berlin, Germany. And a 14-year-old kid came to me and said, why don't you get a real job, you loser? So that, And that's after being in the military for seven years, serving my country, going to war, and that happened. So that's the loss of identity that, that the soldiers and veterans experience and, you know, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. I don't want to leave them out. And today I want to talk to two such gentlemen, Nick Valentine. He's a 20-year-old, sorry, 20-year U.S. Army veteran. He had six combat deployments. He's been married for 11 years to his beautiful wife, Jeanette, and they have four children and live in Copperas Cove, Texas, for the past 15 years, just outside of Fort Hood, Texas. And then we'll be talking to Navy veteran um, Joel Stewart. He's the founder of the International Franchise Marketplace, CEO of the Veteran Franchise Initiative, IFPG Certified Franchise Consultant, Certified Franchise Navigator, Instructor for the Knowledge Innovation Center at Forbes Business School, and Engineer. He's an engineer. He has an MBA. He's an international speaker, author, and father of three. Now, Nick and Joel are friends of mine. They're in our Warrior Council group, which is a veteran entrepreneur group that myself and my co-author Lane Ballone run. And they're great guys, and they're always adding they're they're always adding value and supporting veterans. Now, Nick founded Operation Phantom Support, which is a 501c3 founded in 2014, and they've recently founded Veterans to Employment and Veteran Franchise Initiative. And why is this so important to me? Because as, as I mentioned, when you're in the military and you get out, you lose everything. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to realize. But when you join the military, you sign a blank check. We went to war knowing that we might not come back. Matter of fact, when I went to war, I knew I wasn't coming back because we were the front line. I mean, if we were any further front, we were on the other side. And so we accepted, okay, we're not coming back. And we went anyway. And then when you come back, and you get out, you lose everything. You lose your identity, you lose your purpose, you lose your vision of something bigger. And just going out and getting a job, whatever that job is, will never fulfill you once you've been in a position of giving everything. And so Joel and Nick took it upon themselves, besides Operation Phantom Support, to, to start working with veterans in the organization Veterans to Employment and Veteran Franchise Initiative. And today, I wanna to talk about those three organizations and not only that, but how you can help with helping veterans who served our country honorably, some of them in combat, and how they and, and help them get out to be successful in life and business. So Nick and Joel, thank you so much for joining us. They're in the third row down. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, it says John, but his nickname is Nick. We call him Nick, but his name is John. <laughs> and uh, Joel is, is in the third row. So thanks for joining us. Let me start with, um, let me start with Nick and talk about the umbrella organization, Operation Phantom Support, that you founded in 2014. Give us some statistics and some numbers. What have you been doing? You gotta unmute, brother. Nick, if you wanna unmute. John, Nick. The, the mute button is yep. located at the bottom of your screen in the right-hand corner. 
There we go. Maybe you got to go out and come back in sometime. The app glitches. Nothing, brother. Go out of the app and go back in. Can you? <laughs> so, you know, Operation Phantom Support is just outside of Fort Hood, Texas, as you just heard. Now? And yeah, there we go. You're back. All right, so yeah, I apologize. I guess my I was in here so long. I guess my phone just decided to play the game. But anyway, anyway thank you, Stephen, for that introduction. Uh, like Stephen said, my name is John Nicholas Valentine the third. So I go by Nick because my father was John growing up. So my family called me Nick. So that's what friends and family call me Nick. My legal name is John. So there you go. Uh, like Stephen said, 20, 20 years in the Army, six deployments. I was a medic in the Army. So I saw a lot of the dirty, nasty stuff of war, um, got out, PTSD. And then I started... I, like Steven said, I couldn't find my purpose when I first got out of the military because I was so used to a lifestyle of, of a, a direct purpose in my life. It was very difficult for me in my transition. So I worked at a couple corporate jobs, making really good money doing all that, but I wasn't happy. So I decided to do something that was going to give my life purpose again. So I started Operation Phantom Support, which is basically a nonprofit that helps soldiers, veterans, and first responders and their families with day-to-day -day living assistance. So we help with things like a food pantry, a free birthday cake program, Christmas toys, backpacks for school, car repairs, things like that that can help families. The month-to-month -month challenge for military guys trying to make it their paycheck stretch out. So we try to help them do that so their families are in a little bit better situation. So that's where Operation Phantom Support started. Uh, I met Joel, like Stephen said, through a, a connections on Facebook with our groups. Uh, we talked for a while. Joel was into franchising, and I said, you know what? We could do something for veterans to help them give them their purpose back by starting their own business and maybe becoming an owner of a business versus working for somebody when they get out. So me and Joel talked, sat down, and developed this program that's going to allow – so not only – we also train soldiers as they transition out to prepare them for jobs if they just want to have a, a basic job. You know, Some soldiers do get out and just want to have a job and, and move on with their life, but some soldiers get out and want to have something more that they can, they can continue to have that feeling of purpose. So Operation Phantom Support has assisted – since I've started in 2014, we've had over three, 300,000 soldiers, veterans, and first responders come through our doors, which has impacted over a million family members in support. So uh, we average about 45,000 soldiers and veterans every year, a little bit more, but a little bit less, depending on the year. Um, but we've done so much for so many soldiers and veterans, and those numbers are so amazing because we provide a service that actually impacts their families. So they need us. They don't, it's not one of these nonprofits where you reach out and you have to go through a whole bunch of red tape to get help and fill out all these forms and do all this other stuff. It's basically you show up at our door, you tell us what you need. And if we can help you, we help you. It's kind of the attitude we have uh, at our nonprofits. So that's an exciting thing for us. And the veterans to employment plan has just expanded some of the things we provide to help make sure these soldiers and veterans that get out have an opportunity to provide better for their families when they're not no, when they're no longer in the military. So that's kind of where our purpose is. Okay, thanks, John. Uh, Nick, <laughs> I'm calling you John. Um, so the Operation Phantom Support has had massive impact, and it's it's like the day to days. And now you're focused on taking it further than that. How how they can support themselves through opening their own business. So you have Veterans to Employment, which are which is a training program for soldiers that are still in that then can get out and be trained in order to get a job. And then you have the Veteran Franchise Initiative. And Joel, that's sort of your métier. You want to explain a little bit how that works? Yeah, sure. My volume coming through good? Can everybody hear me? Yes, we got you, brother. 
All right. Awesome. Yes, we got you. Great. Uh, yeah, so the Veteran Franchise Initiative is something that's uh, – I, I've been wanting to start something like this for years. I, I started franchise consulting, you know, after I got out of the Navy uh, about five years ago. And I just, I felt this passion because the franchising in itself allows you to leverage your soft skills and leverage, um, leverage everything you've learned, but move into an industry or move into uh, doing something that's different than you've ever done. So it allows you to use your skills, but apply them in a different way and apply it in a way that, that, that something that you want to do. Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, in talking with veterans, the the kind of the message that I've gotten is, you know, I, I've done what I don't necessarily want to do for my country for a long time. And having the opportunity to do something that I want to do through something very flexible like franchising. Uh, would just be a real game changer for my life. But as I've been working in the veteran community, the biggest obstacle we've run into is that the veter the military isn't great at preparing for the transition, especially if you want to open your own business. Uh, as far as saving money, investment, that kind of stuff, the military is not great at preparing people. And so I've had this passion uh, to work with veterans. And to complicate this or to add on to it, uh, franchises want veterans. They tell me, every franchisor that I talk to, almost every franchisor, there's a couple out there that aren't, they tell me that veterans make the best franchise owners, most profitable franchise owners. They're the ideal candidates for their program. And the reason why is because they can replicate systems. When they're in the military, they can go and they can replicate a system. Uh, they go to a new duty station. They're given a standard operating procedure for success, and they replicate uh, what's already been done, and they're successful. And that's exactly what franchising is, and it makes them very successful. But there's this gap between this ideal talent pool uh, and this ideal job or this ideal career life path in franchising, and that is that it's the money piece. You know, franchising isn't ex exceptionally cheap, and it's not uh, exceptionally available to everybody. So there was this disconnect. Um, and and going also going back to what Steven said earlier, as far as getting out of the military and losing purpose uh, and, and just kind of getting disenfranchised because there's no longer any organizational structure, there's no longer the support, getting into a franchise business also provides that. You get into an organizational structure, you get into a support structure that's going to help you succeed. So when I started talking with Nick uh, and, and we formed the Veteran Franchise Initiative, our goal, you know, our, our simple stated goal is to get veterans owning their own franchise businesses for all the reasons that, you know, I just kind of talked about, uh, you know, there's lots of programs out there for getting veterans into a business. There's boots to business. There's different things that just kind of educate you and kind of say, hey, we know that you don't have a lot of money, but here's how you can kind of start a business. With ours, we are helping veterans start the ideal type of franchise or the ideal type of business, franchise business. Uh, and we are with them every step of the way. So that's what the Veteran Franchise Initiative is all about. And the way that we're working with Operation Phantom Support is, uh, is the Veteran Franchise Initiative is bringing investors to the table and Operation Phantom Support is bringing the nonprofit piece. And together we're opening franchise businesses for veterans to run and then they're gonna, they're gonna own majority stake in those businesses. Uh, in the future. And I, and I don't know if you want to talk a little more on the outside or if you want me to get into the weeds here. Well, Joel, uh, um, I think it's important to say, I mean, I think it is important to notice that, so you have uh, two 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 assets. One is the, do the donations, the single donations through Phantom Support, 
and one is the investor portal. So the investor portal uh, basically means that if I'm going to invest in this fund that will then finance the um, the franchises and allow the the veteran later down the road to have a majority share, how does that work? And do, do the investors, obviously, they get a return? So there's just explain that a little bit. I think that's important. Yeah, sure. So the way we have it set up is that the investors are getting an equity piece in the business, and it's going to be a minority stake. It's for passive investors, uh, not not people that want to micromanage another business. Um, and that's going to be a minority stake in each franchise that we start up. The donation piece through nonprofit, uh, sorry, through Operation Phantom Support, uh, that goes towards paying the majority stake in the business. And that majority stake, the veteran is going to buy into uh, after they complete an apprenticeship program. So the way we set this up to help support our veterans is that when they, when they enroll in our program, we have the training portion offered by Veteran to Employment. And that training program includes, and Nick can go in depth into all the different parts of it. There's multiple steps, but it includes a three-year apprenticeship program. We developed a certified management apprenticeship program, and they're going to go through that as an, while they're managing the business as an employee. And while they're doing that, uh, a portion of the profits are getting put into a grant fund. And that grant fund is going to help them buy the majority stake in that franchise once they finish that apprenticeship program. Ideally, um, that grant fund will cover all of the costs for them to buy their ownership stake because we're going to let them buy that ownership stake at the startup cost of the business, not the current market value. So if they build, you know, a half a million dollar business, they're going to be able to buy into it. If it, if it costs, you know, say, say it's a, a cheap service-based franchise, they'll be able to buy into it for, you know, 50,000 or something like that instead of 500,000 because that's, uh, because they got to keep the equity that they built. Um, and so that's, that's where we're supporting them. And it also protects the investors and the franchise. So for those of you not familiar with franchising, uh, the brand is very important. Franchisors protect their brand. They don't want people that are going to come in, open a location and fail. So we had, uh, for the veteran and for the franchisor, this three-year apprenticeship program acts as a buffer. So they get to come in, they get to get trained and we get to make sure that they're good for that business. Cause we don't want to set anybody up for failure. If they're not good for that business, we can get them into a different franchise, you know, or if they're just not cut out for business ownership, we can try to assist them into employment. Um, but that also allows the franchise to have that protection and say, if, if this person isn't going to be good for our business, we have the three years they're in this apprenticeship program to figure that out. And, uh, and by the end, we, we don't expect this to happen. People getting, because we go through a lot of stuff to vet them and make sure they're in the right uh, business. Um, but that's how we get people into the right businesses and how we transition that ownership stake. And ideally they own majority stake in that business with no money out, no, no money out of pocket. Um, if they don't, if the grant fund isn't quite big enough, cause the grant fund is built on how profitable the franchise is. So if it's not big enough at three years, they can just keep managing it for a little longer uh, to build up that grant fund and, and buy it out. So the investors uh, are going to be a minority stake. The majority stake is going to come from funds from Operation Phantom Support, which is you know, one of the reasons that we're here today to talk about that and uh, really you know, see if people want to come along and help us get this started. In the future, this is going to be self-sustaining. We'll have enough money coming into the program to be able to open franchises for veterans, uh, but we're, this is something that's never been done before, and we're just getting you know, our feet under us. We have, we've got one 
uh, project that is on the verge of, of being up and running now. I've got, uh, I've got five set up probably to open in the immediate future once the funds come in. We've got the people, we've got the franchises on board. Um, and then I've got, you know, obviously the long-term plans after that. We, we've got a lot of interest in this program. So, all right, Joel. Thanks. Thanks so much. So, just just to uh, re recap, there, <clears throat> the investors get a return. A minority st um, a stakeholder, um, they they have no operational responsibilities in the business whatsoever. Uh, the business funds the funds the um, the grant process through Operation Phantom Support, so people can donate directly to Operation Phantom Support, or they can contact you to be an investor. What's the minimum investment? Uh, minimum investment is going to be ten thousand uh, dollars, okay. and that's going to be for a specific franchise business. So we, I, I don't have like a fund where I'm just taking in, in investors. Uh, investors kind of let me know they're interested, and then once I have a franchise that needs investment, I'm going to reach out to them to invest directly into that business. Okay, great, great. And then do uh, you know donations to Operation Phantom Support are available. You can do any amount you want, dollars or whatever it is you guys want. I would encourage you, if you want to support veterans, if you want to help these uh, these veterans move forward, that'd be fantastic. Both John, uh, Nick, and Joel have the links and the emails in their bio here, or you can write them right here on the app. But I want to ask another question: Who who qualifies for the for these? Is it veterans already veterans, or is it only people getting out of the military that, that are soon to be veterans who qualifies? Uh, right now, we have it set up for uh, veterans, mill spouses, and transitioning military. So, uh, but but our focus is is right now. Right now, most of our applicants are veterans, and we've got a handful of transitioning military that have applied. Uh, but our main focus eventually is going to be transitioning military. I mean, you talked about how that, that disillusionment you went through when you get out of the military. If somebody was transitioning out of the military and went straight into their own franchise business, uh, they would kind of bypass that altogether, that kind of getting out and, and saying, what do I do with my life? Uh, our aim is to bypass that and get, get people starting their own business, doing something that they want to do almost right out of the gate. And to that end, we've actually uh, been set up with SkillBridge. Those of you that aren't familiar with SkillBridge, it's a new program, a fairly, fairly new program, that allows military members while they're active duty to go do an apprenticeship at an existing uh, business uh, for a certain period of time, up to six months. And we, are, we have our, our memorandum of understanding with the Department of Defense. We are able to use this program in our businesses and so when people are transitioning out, if we have, and our main focus right now is opening up a series of franchises around Fort Hood, because once we have that set up, we can have people come and do uh, an apprenticeship program while they're active duty in one of our franchise businesses at Fort Hood. And then with that active experience in that business, they can go to back home, go wherever they want to go, and then we support them to open their franchise there. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's, that's like our main focus, but we definitely work with veterans and, and we'll work with mill spouses as well. Okay. So for everyone who doesn't know what a mill spouse is, that's a military spouse. So a partner of someone in the military or a partner of a, of a veteran, male or female, of course. So, um, all right, cool. So if anyone's interested in, in donating or becoming an investor, just go to their profiles or write them here in the app. That'd be fantastic. Any support would be great. I mean, you know, Nick, what, he, what you've been doing for eight years and, feed, you know, a million members touched and feeding them and fixing their cards and things. I know how it is. 
you know, when I was in the military, I was stationed in Germany and my car broke down, couldn't afford to fix it. So I brought it across the street to the on-base um, sort of soldier-led workshop, and it took three weeks to repair, which would have taken two hours in, in a shop because they couldn't afford it. So everyone was sort of practicing their skills on it and stuff. So it's a great service that you're uh, that you're offering there, Nick. Um, I really appreciate that, and it's always good to see you up and out. I mean, if, if anyone knows um, of someone who does way above and beyond, um, then Nick is probably up there ranked in the top, you know, the top 10 that I know top five that I know he doesn't even pay himself. I mean, it's, it's, this guy works 80 hours a week, doesn't even pay himself. So, you know, we always talk about giving from a full cup. Well, this is the opportunity uh, to fill that cup, ladies and gentlemen, it's an opportunity to help the veterans. It's an opportunity to help, um, you know, John and Joel's reach to the veterans and to the mill spouse community. I think it's something that we can all uh, get behind, especially when I say, you know, um, uh, the ultimate sacrifice, uh, that so many have paid um, gold star families and gold star mothers and things like that. So before we move, move on, let me remind you, you're in the Breakfast of Champions, a millionaire breakfast club. And did you know that you can catch every single segment on Breakfast with Champions podcast? Just subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode by heading over to breakfastwithchampions.live to grab the link and to, to subscribe. And please remember to put a five star review on there so we could crack that 100, hopefully before the session's over today. So now while you're, while you're there, would you be so grateful, like I said, and leave a five-star review? You can tell I'm reading this, right? <laughs> so if you found value here, if you want to help us reach more people, you can help us multiply our impact. Leave us a five-star review. And then if you'd like, shoot us a DM and let us know you did, and we'll shout you out on stage. Yes, indeed. We appreciate you. We, we really do. So we, I'm going to open this up for, for questions in a few minutes. But before we, get, uh, before we do that, I just want to um, you know, ask Nick, what – What's the what's the your long term vision? Because you have Operation Phantom Support, you have Veterans to Employment, you have Veterans um, Franchise Initiative. You're working with the Skill Bridge, uh, so many things. What, what how, how are you going to bring that all together to have the biggest impact? Well, the, honestly, to, to be blunt, blunt with everybody here, it, it, all of it takes money, right? Even a nonprofit has. To, I spend ninety percent of my day trying to raise money, and ten percent of it spending it. So, uh, it's and where we're headed and, and i plan on being here for i'm 50 years old this turn 50 years old this year jesus i'm old but um you know i got four kids i'm putting one through one through college right now and stuff like that like you said i don't take a paycheck here because it's not about the money it's about the mission it's about what we're trying to do for these young men and women who are transitioning out of the military and their spouses even uh so our vision for this is you know, once we get this first one, like Joel said, once we get this first project up and running, it's going to be self-sustaining then because then that not that franchise is going to be feeding money into the program. And then all the other franchises would put in like 2% of what their, their gross intake into the program so that we can continue to support veterans that are getting, you know, the skill bridge program, the soldiers getting out or veterans that got out and then they're just not doing well. So our objective here is support the military community make sure they're taken care of for their sacrifices and their potential sacrifices while they were in the military. Like you said, I deployed six times and I was a medic in the front lines and I saw stuff that most human beings wouldn't even fathom that that's possible to happen. And by living that way, you know, for me, it's about paying it forward to the guys and gals that are still serving. That's why I do what I do. And I don't take a paycheck and I don't, because I have my veterans disability and my retirement check from the army and that's enough for my family to survive. And we're okay. Yeah. It'd be great. My wife would love it if I made more money and did a, you know, that kind of thing. But like she understands who I am and that's what it's about. It's about not gluttonous. It's about doing things for others and making sure the life and our, and our society is good. So that's where our focus is. And Joel, bringing Joel is an, is an amazing young 
in a short period of time with me to get this up and running. And without support for this, though, you know, we're going to run into a, a, a roadblock. And so we're hoping that people can come to come to an agreement that this is a program that's going to be successful, that's going to set people up from when they transition out of the military to be successful in their lives with their families and make their community stronger because they're going to have good business owners in their community now that have a, a, a thriving business and those kind of things. So that's what we're looking for. And that's our objective. Uh, and I'm just excited to have the opportunity to speak to everybody in here today and let them know that there's organizations out there that are just trying to do better for people. Is there anybody? And that's my big thing. Thanks brother. I really appreciate that. I mean, yeah. And you know, um, and it's true. I mean, I, I've known Nick now probably for three years. I think we spoke for the first time in Texas when I was down there for the um, veterans beverage competition um, as a judge, which meant that I had to test over 200 liquors, wines, and beers, and then judge them, which was a challenge in itself. That was like a deployment itself. <laughs> but uh, long story short, um, that's where I met Nick the first time. We hit it off, and I saw his giving his giving attitude. He's a tough, rough, tumble guy. You, you, get, you get deployed that many times, you're just, you're just a tough guy. Um, but he's got a heart, heart of gold, man. And, and so that's why I brought him on today with Joel to support the mission. And I think if if you can give anything, that'd be fantastic. Just go to the, the go to their profiles and uh, donate a little bit, whatever you can. Or if you want to become an investor, reach out. Um, if you can't, or you you're, you're not, it's it's not possible right now. Please share the link on social media. You know, share the link and say, hey, check it out. Um, give a donation. It's a dollar, whatever it is. Right? That'd be fantastic. But Joel, let's switch over to who are the people in the program right now? I think you have a few people in there. One of them is Monica, right? What's her story? Where's she coming from? What's the deal with her and how is she getting involved? Yeah, uh, we've got um, right now, I think the backlog in our program of people who are interested, we have like a thousand people now that have reached out to us. Um, but, you know, the, of the people that I've interviewed that I've had take my franchise specific behavioral assessment and that we're looking for specific franchises, we, we have a, a little over a dozen. Um, one of the ones that is teed up uh, for our second project is Monica. Uh, she was in uh, for 12 years in the Army. And one of the things that's kind of heartbreaking about this is she was married, family, kids. Uh, she's, I, I had her tally up all of the months that she was gone on like deployed trainings or deployed overseas. Uh, she said that out of that 12 years, she was gone five. <laughs> Uh, she was away from her family for five years out of 12. Uh, that That's over one in three nights. I mean, I, I don't know if any of you have family. I have three kids. I can't imagine being away from my family one night out of three <laughs> for 12 years. Um, I mean, that's just a special kind of dedication. And so, uh, you know, her passion, obviously, is to to not have any more of those nights and, uh, and to find something that, you know, would, would allow her to provide for her family and have the flexibility to be involved in their lives. And so uh, we were actually working with her to start a uh, senior care franchise because uh, she's got a real passion for helping people as well and wants to make money helping people. Uh, and we want to support her in that. Um, but oh, yeah, wow, that's got, what, what, so, so I, see, that's something I, I never thought about being a franchise. So what, what is it? A home care facility? Uh, senior, senior care, in-home senior care uh, is, uh, market segment that's growing, especially in COVID-19 when you've got, uh, you know, the baby boomers are, are, are aging, obviously, but then you've also got all of these really horrible horror stories, basically, coming out of nursing homes from COVID-19 uh, that have put a black eye on a lot of actual senior care facilities. 
Uh, so in-home senior care is where the nurses come and take care of you at your house. Uh, sometimes it's just somebody coming by with groceries. Sometimes it's people coming by for a couple hours a day to do the dishes and clean and, and help you with your food. Uh, and then other times it's live-in care where, where people come and, and actually live there with you and, and help you survive. Um, and so those types of organizations, you know, they, you end up needing a lot of, you know, various nurses and then you need somebody that manages and runs that organization. So uh, that's the franchise, you know, that, that's what a senior care franchise does. They step in and say, we're going to uh, manage this group of nurses that are going to be out there and taking care of seniors. Um, awesome. What a great, what a great uh, mission that is. And I, I didn't realize they were franchised. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. We have, so you have someone else in there too, Chavez. I think Chavez has also applied and, and been accepted. What's his yeah. story? Yeah. Chavez is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. He, right now he's a chef uh, up in New York, but um you know, he, he grew up and adopted and he always felt like he had no roots. Like he had no uh, past. He was just disconnected and, and he was being defined by what he was going through instead of being defined by, you know, any type of foundation or history. Uh, it was just his experiences that were defining him. And so he's always dreamed of owning his own restaurant. He does plan to do that eventually, but he also really loves uh, auto mechanic stuff. So we have him teed up to open a uh, automotive franchise once we get the funding in. Uh, but his real goal in all of this is that he wants to create something that's going to be a foundation, that's going to be a history, that's going to be uh, roots that he can pass on to, you know, his future kids and grandkids, uh, because he didn't have that. And he wants to create uh, his own history. You know, it wasn't given to him, like it's given to a lot of us, uh, but he wants to make sure that in the future, when, when he has children, when he has grandchildren, that he has something that is a history, is roots, and that he can pass down and, uh, you know, create a legacy. So oh, that's that, that really, that's, what a story, man. Um, <laughs> I would love that. I, I wish he would have joined us today. That would have been great to hear from him. Yeah, wow. we, we've got, uh, yeah, we've got people in, in our group that were special forces, you know, we, we've got a lot of people that have already applied and, and gone through my, my franchise behavioral assessment that I do. We've got them teed up to open various businesses. All we're waiting on is funding. Um, I think okay. we mentioned it a couple of times, but you know, our specific goals, uh, our immediate need is about 75,000. Um, but if we could raise, if we could double that, uh, we could probably open another, another two franchises. And we would have three open, uh, three projects going, and and just to remind it, remind the franchises are also schools then for the skill bridge. So that means once you the more franchises you have open, the more soldiers, uh, transitioning military veterans uh, or military soldiers or military people, you can train in those facilities to open up even more. So it's like a it's a multiplier. So you have three, yeah. you train six, you you know you train two people at each one. That's six people. You open up six more franchises. Then then you can train two people at those. That's twelve people plus the three, you know six from before. You're at eighteen, and it just multiplies from there. And that's 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 what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at here, folks. And it's something that um, is near and dear to my heart. As you know, as a veteran, it's really really near and dear to my heart. Um, and so if you can if you can spare a dime, if you can spare a dollar, spare hundred bucks, or if you want to be an investor at the minimum of a minimum ten k investment. To help those veterans and get a return so we're not just asking you know saying hey um you know do a donation for uh, for operation phantom support which is great it's a tax deductible but if you want to be an investor and have a long-term effect in these veterans lives and be a part of that business and have a you know a return on your investment um as 
as far as um, actually being vetted in that, vested in that specific business where you get to meet the veteran, you know who you're helping, right? You can talk to them and it isn't just some random sort of, uh, you know, money going somewhere. So uh, you, you both, everyone here knows John and Joel now. Everyone sees who they are. You have their contact information in, in their profiles. It'd be fantastic if you reached out to them, if you want to support, you know, somebody who can help. And again, if you can't help right now or if it's not possible to help right now, Share the links, please, on social media and, and, get, and get this word out. This is a fantastic opportunity that I'll tell you what, if I'd have gotten out and had this opportunity, I'd have jumped at that. You know, and um, there was something that uh, that uh, really hit me yesterday when I was talking to Joel and he said that assessment that they do with anyone who starts franchise, there's and I thought it was specifically relevant for this room, uh, was there's entrepreneurs. And there's people that are too entrepreneurial <laughs> right? <laughs> for franchises. Joel, just real quick, a little bit off topic, but go ahead and explain what that means. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a, one of the things you mentioned when you introduced me was that I was a certified franchise navigator. And that's a behavioral assessment system that's designed for franchising. And it's uh, unlike most behavioral assessment systems that try to predict how you're going to behave. This one tries to predict your value system and how that value system is going to drive your behavior. Um, so it breaks everything down into four categories. There's accomplisher, influencer, associator, and contributor. And then depending what your score is on each of those kind of four levers kind of dictates what it is that you're going to be happy doing. <laughs> so it's not what you could do, but it's what is you're actually going to enjoy. Um, so the accomplisher score is kind of the master score. And that one feeds directly into how driven you are to succeed and how, how accomplished you feel when you accomplish something. And we all know people that they, they may go and do something great, but they don't really care. You know? And they're generally not driven to succeed because it, 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 there's not an internal value system there. Um, so in that accomplisher score, you know, when, I'm, when I'm looking at it, if your score is too high, you're not a great fit for franchising. Um, and the reason being is that when your accomplisher score is super high, you, you're never going to be happy working under somebody else's brand. You're never going to be happy building or, or partnering with somebody else to accomplish something like your internal value comes from stuff that you accomplish comes from you building your brand. And uh, we can actually see that through the assessment. And so I'm always looking for people that have a high accomplisher score, but not too high <laughs> to open a franchise business because I, obviously I want people to be happy. Um, all right. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, no, hey cool. Stephen. Hey, yeah. Another thing out there, all you out there listening, if you happen. We lost you, John. We lost you. Our, it's in our link. It's just veterans to employment with a number two veterans with a number two employment.com. They can go there and check it out and apply because we are still taking and still taking people that want to apply for this. So, because even though that list is growing, once we get this first one open, it's going to turn into a self-sufficient funding. We'll still need investors, but then the charity will be able to process our part of it for that 60% ownership, and we'll be able to get that done, guys. So if all the other listening, this is serious. So if you know a veteran out there who might, be ben who might benefit from this, please reach out and let them know that we're here and that we have it available. doesn't matter what state they're in. It could be in freaking Wyoming. doesn't matter where they're at. <laughs> what matters is they, they have this need because we can do everything through Zoom and everything and get them all lined up. But even the courses that we give now, I'm going to back up to those courses we give. They end up leaving that, that three-week course with nine certifications in managerial, retail, managerial stuff. So they, they get a lot of value out of the training too. 
that they go through initially. They get managers training, they get retail training, they get all kind of stuff to learn how to deal with customers and all that kind of stuff. So that's how that's prepped. So just so everybody's tracking that. But seriously, if you know a veteran out there, you have a friend or know somebody who might be a veteran who might be, this might benefit them, please let them know about it. Because the more people that know about this, the bigger this can grow. I'm meeting with Congressman Williams and, and, and Representative Buckley here in the next couple of weeks to start a board of directors for the Veterans to Employment Program to help us raise money from that side of the house. So hopefully that'll help us too. But your help today could change the, literally change the lives of so many veterans in the future that you don't even know it. You don't, but we'll be able to promote it for you. We'll be definitely, if you become a donor, I can make sure you get information on how many people we've assisted, where they're at, all that kind of stuff. So once you donate to me in my database to keep you informed so you don't lose track of what you've done and how you've helped the people you've helped, I make sure you know that information and you get it on a quarterly basis. You'll know, hey, we got six veterans in the franchises this month because of your donation six months ago when you donated that $1,000 or five, whatever. That helped us get to where we're at. We wanted to say thank you. So it's important for me and you to know that we're here for the veteran community and the military, the active duty community that's trans and their spouses. And I don't care who their spouse is. If they want to apply, they can apply too because we want to help set their family up. Like Joel was saying earlier for Chavez, this is a legacy for these families because they're going to own a franchise that they'll be able to hand down to their kids later on or something like that and pass this business on if they need to. So this is a huge step for these veterans who serve their country and put their lives at risk for all of us to live the way we live in our lives in this country in the, in the United States. Anyway, I don't know how many people are in here from other countries, but, but in the United States, it's a big step for us as far as what we try to do. So I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening. Hopefully this has touched your heart a little bit and you can make that effort to make a donation to help us get this going because once we get this first one done, the money we're going to make out the first one is going to feed into the program, and it's going to take away a lot of the needs for all the excess of donations, but it's going to help us get going. We can always use donations. Don't get me wrong. It's a charity. But <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'll pick, we'll Can take, I take it back on that, Nick? Is, uh, so the, the business is going to be owned by you know, the, the investment group as well as you know, uh, owned through Operation Phantom Support. And the money gets distributed you know, on an equity basis to the investors and to back funneled towards the nonprofit. And the nonprofit's going to do two things with that money. It's going to grow that grant fund for the veteran to be able to own the majority stake in their business. Uh, but the other chunk of it is going to be to uh, reinvest into future businesses to grow the program, get more franchises going. So we're we can always use more donations because the more money we have, the more businesses we can start. But we are going to hit a critical mass at some point where we're not probably not going to need any more donations at all. Uh, but uh, right now, this program is just getting off its feet. Uh, I've, I've vetted this, and I've talked with over 50 franchisors at this point that are interested in our program, and they're all telling me, wow, nobody's ever done anything like this before. Uh, why has nobody done anything like this before? Uh, I, we've even got a franchisor that's donating their franchise fee uh, because they believe in the program and they want to make it work. So... Uh, so just on the on that donation front, this program is going to be self-sufficient in the future, uh, but we need help to get there. So I just wanted to just- All right, awesome. Thanks for that, Joel, and thanks, John, for everything. Um, yeah, okay, so we're, we're winding it up. I wanna, I wanna get some questions. I know um, I've already got some people writing in the back channel to, to ask questions. But before we do, just something out of, out of the ordinary here. Um, everyone heard Joel talking about the assessment and being too entrepreneurial. How many people in this room by flash mic Think they're too all entrepreneurial. <laughs> <laughs> well, too entrepreneurial for franchise. So that's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. So I know GI asked me if she could ask a question. Where are you at there, um, GI? Go ahead and give us a holler. 
Yeah, good morning. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. One, your model is phenomenal. Uh, what I love about it as a person who's worked in the small business arena for the last 10 years is that uh, you're allowing the veteran uh, to um, have ownership and majority ownership and control, which is so key. So many uh, models uh, seek to uh, uh, use the veteran status, uh, but it is the minority or owners that really are in control. So kudos to you on that. The second thing I want to know is how many women veterans, uh, because that is my passion and my mission, uh, are part of uh, your program. And I'd love to uh, help, uh, you know, I'm going to post on my social media about it, but uh, help get more women veterans uh, into the space because for several reasons, uh, you know, women veterans are rapidly growing and will be 20% of the veteran population by the year 2024. And then 48% are minority. So I'd love to know that. And then I'm probably asking too many questions because I'm so excited. This is phenomenal, Stephen. Um, and then the last thing is on your assessment, are there particular specialties that that, that seem to score best and be a best fit. All right, before we get started, guys, before before you answer the question, John and Joel, I just wanna let, let you know that um, GI is a retired full bird colonel from the Air Force, and she works for the Veterans Administration for Small Businesses for Minority Females, I believe, that's the Minority Women, I think that's the title. And you can meet her at the HAVE event in Houston, Texas on the 6th, 7th, and 8th, because yeah. she'll be there supporting us, so it'll be fantastic. Go ahead and answer the question. Yeah, um, I'll jump in real quick. I know, like, for instance, Monica is a minority female, and she's an amazing human being. And I'm going to tell you from my experience in the Army, I was a sharp sensei, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm a huge advocate for female veterans. Uh, I work with a lot of female veteran organizations here in, in the Central Texas area near Fort Hood. Uh, and our goal is to empower these women to get business and not have to not. And they can not have to go through the things they might have had to gone through while they're in the military with some of the piss poor leadership we had in the military. Um, but, yeah, it's a huge thing for us. I know we have more more young ladies have been signing up and we're starting to get more interest because we're trying to drive those franchises that make sense for them uh, and talk to them. Uh, and they are coming because Fort Hood has about 800 soldiers a month getting out of the military, whether it's ETS, retirement or separation. So it's a huge pool of people we have to, to reach out to just directly right here at Fort Hood. And eventually, this goal of this organization, the Veterans to Employment, will be at every major in the next 10 years. So they can awesome. actually talk. Is that, is that all the questions? Oh, sorry. You keep cutting out, brother. Sorry about that. Is, is that all your questions? Uh, I, I yeah. could jump in and just help answer that, too, actually. Okay. Um, so there, there's various levels of the vetting process. Uh, mine's kind of the last, where we actually look at franchise businesses and that kind of stuff. Uh, of the people that have come to me, about a third of them have been female. Um, but I, I do want to note that if you're making a donation to Operation Phantom Support, if you want to specifically focus on on helping female veterans, you can specify your donation that you want that to go towards opening a female veterans business. Awesome. Count me awesome. in. All right, so you guys, you guys will probably hook up after this. I know um, we have someone else who wants to ask a question as well before we do, uh, end the session here. Christina Howard, you want to ask a question? Please go ahead. Thank you, Stephen, and thank you so much, um, Joe and John. Um, I actually served 20 and a half years in the Army and um, retired, as, retired as a Chief Warrant Officer 3, 
And my husband served 25 years and retired as a master sergeant. We served over four years at Fort Hood. And I think what you're doing is actually absolutely fantastic, outstanding. Um, definitely can relate to the sense of uh, not having a sense of purpose after after retirement. Um, I was definitely depressed for a, a while. And sometimes I still don't feel like I found my purpose, but I just keep going. Um, we were actually, like I said, stationed there for over four years. And um, I want to know, we're in the San Antonio, Texas area right now. It's right down the street, about two hours right down the street. And I want to know um, how you are promoting Operation Phantom Support and Veterans Franchise Initiative at Joint Base San Antonio because I would love to get involved and I would love to see if I can get connected to the Boost to Business program here um, to get you all in there as well. Uh, maybe I can, you know, get in there and promote your initiative uh, when they have the program. So I would like to get involved. So just wanted to um, see how you're promoting that here in the San Antonio area. Uh, we just got our uh, our stuff together with the website. Everything's going. But I would love to connect with you and be able to reach out to you and partner up with you down in San Antonio because I was stationed in San Antonio because I was a medic. I was stationed there as an instructor. I was stationed there for, as a student. My wife's from San Antonio. I actually thought I was going to retire in San Antonio myself, but my wife's like, no, we're not moving. The kids are doing good in school. We're done moving. I said, yes, ma'am. And I just planted roots here. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I would love to connect with you offline and I can get you linked up. I can make, and I, we can set something up where you can have to help us run the program down. Just make it as far as informational wise. So you can get, we'll give you all the documents and everything you're going to need to educate yourself on everything. And then we can definitely set it up and I can even come down there and we can sit down and talk and have a meeting and kind of go over it if you'd like. So just please reach out to me after and we'll definitely set up. And that's what I was hoping for. Talk about breakfast of champions. Look at this already making deals, already setting up, people get taken on responsibility to help. I mean, this is amazing. This is, this is what breakfast of champions is all about and specifically transformational Thursday. What a what a what a great what, what a great initiative! What great feedback! We got time for one more question, maybe. Anyone else out there with a question like to ask? Hey, Stephen. Yes. Hey, this is George Williams. Good morning, uh, Joel. I sent you a message, by the way. I just think, um, just from an entrepreneur investor standpoint, it's worth mentioning the Skill Bridge program. The way I understand it is, the military actually continues to pay that transitional. Uh, soldier, you know, while they're working in your business. So that's, um, I think, an extremely yeah, valuable. That's exactly how it works, George. Worth sharing. What's that? That's exactly how it works. They're still on active duty getting a paycheck from the Army, but they actually come and work for me at the franchise. They show up to work for me like a, a, a civilian job, but the Army does continue to pay them because once they're accepted in that skill bridge program, the DOD and the Army or whatever branch you're in has agreed to, they're going to work for you now, but we're going to keep paying them until they get out of the Army. So, that, yeah, it's exactly how it is. It's a very it's a very unique program because it allows these soldiers to actually feel like they're out of the Army before they get out so they can help with the transition of what it's going to be like to be a civilian working for a job, blah, blah, blah. So it, And they do still keep paying them their military pay, so it's really good. Yeah, and that's that's a huge advantage for investors, you know, owners, you know, from a cash flow standpoint. That That's you know, that's massive. So you're helping the veteran who's already out, but you're also pulling in, you know, some of these people that are transitional. And um, I hate to say it, getting the free labor, so to speak. But um, I just think it's huge. I love what you guys are doing. Look forward to connecting, Joe. Uh, 
Excellent, excellent. So we got we do actually have time for one more, at least one more question. Anyone else have to speak up? I can't see all the mics. Anyone? If no one, then we'll just wrap it up. No questions? All right. Well, that was a different segment today. There's something close to my heart. I like to put it out there, and that's what, what, what I ended up doing. Um, typically, as you know, I'm straightforward. We have, uh, you know, I've, I give instruction and say this is how this is how we do it. And if you want to do it that way, write it down. Let's go out and make it happen and crush it. Well, today I'm talking about making it happen and crushing it with helping John and Joel and all the veterans out there that served our country honorably that gave more than they probably should have, and some of them gave the ultimate sacrifice and helping the families, the mill spouses, those who support veterans. Um, and make it make it make a better life for themselves and their families. And like John was talking about with Chavez, you know, start a new memory, start a new history for his family, which he never had. I mean, that's something that's very, very powerful. If you guys are in, interested in this, please go to John and Joel's um, uh, profile and see if uh, if you can help. If you want to donate, you can donate. If you want to become an investor, you can just write, write one of them. And otherwise, if you um, if you can't donate today, please share the link on social media. That'd be fantastic. Anyone who is in the Texas area or wants to travel to Texas on 6th, 7th, and 8th of November, um, I'm going to have with other veterans a veteran event down there. More info on my page if you want to look at it. I don't want to promote it too much because on the 5th of November, I am speaking at Glenn Lundy's Grow Your Business for God's Sake. Yes, I'm coming from Hungary in Europe, flying to Lexington, Kentucky, from Budapest to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to Chicago, Chicago to Lexington. And I'm doing all that so I could speak at Glenn's event um, on the 5th and watch in, in person live the 1,000th show of Rise and Grind. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. <clears throat> really appreciate it. Any, any parting words, John and Joel? I just want to say thank you for everybody to listen. It's an amazing room is, is doing these things for people in their business and we're just excited to work with as many of you as would like to work with us. Uh, and even if you if you can't afford to donate or you don't want it and you just want to help us by spreading the word, that's just as important to us. So thank you for your time. And we hope all of you have a wonderful rest of your week. And God bless. Joel, anything? Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, please reach out and uh, you know talk to me if you'd like to talk to me or, or talk to Nick. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff about our program and we're more than happy to give you more details. If you've got more questions, feel free to send them to us and we'll answer them right away. All right, everybody. That's it for today for this, my, uh, my segment on transformational Thursday. I hope it, 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 it excited you as much as excited me. Now I'm going to turn it over with two minutes to spare to our man, the one and only Ramon Ray, who actually came to Hungary last month and visited me on my front terrace. And we had a nice coffee together. Brother, giving it over to you. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. And remember that one thing we always say, it's all about quality of life. And Stephen, I did have a good time with you. How are you feeling today? The cup of coffee was good. I hope we can do it again. And shout out to you, Stephen. Hang on me for 30 more seconds. Our military veterans are so important, defending our country and helping our allies offensively or otherwise. So kudos to you. And one final question for you, Stephen Kuhn. Uh, just curious, uh, what is the one thing that you think civilians need to know more about military life or veterans that we don't know? If you're prepared to answer something like that, that we civilians, you wish we knew or wish we didn't know, help us understand that that one thing you wish we civilians knew more? Well, I, I think it would be the fact that uh, a lot of veterans, especially when they first get out, <clears throat> don't know how to handle being thanked for their service because it's a thing where um, it's sort of, it humbles you to the point of 
almost almost being embarrassed about it. So when you do thank a veteran, don't be surprised if they say, no, it was my job, it was okay. They're not they're not being rude. It's just the way it's it's hard to say thank you to something that you did and gave everything. It's just sort of it's a it's a it's an emotional thing that we got to get over. It takes a few years to get over that. So just be um, you know be aware that when you do speak speak to veterans, some still after 20 years, it's really hard for them to accept a thank you. But believe me, everyone is thankful when they're when they're thanked for being a veteran. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.